Welcome to Alphabet Flying Psychopathic Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbooks in the Marvel Universe, and we talk about all the characters and worlds we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who needs a better hero name, uh, Mike. I mean, that's pretty fair. I mean, yeah. Captain America, Iron Man, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we're going to be talking about a I character. I remember Mike Clops. <laughs> It's 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 Cyclops, but uh, but it's you add me. you add beer into it instead of um, instead of tequila, <laughs> Michelada. I'm talking about the Michelada. Okay. <laughs> mine was somehow better. Uh, Beggar's belief, but mine was somehow better. Yeah, but but uh, but yeah. So we're gonna be talking about someone called Ash Can. That is Trash Can without the TR. Yeah, the main character of the Pokemon shows, right? Yeah. Okay. You know, Ash can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, that's 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 their day. But if you were to create someone named Ash can, mm-hmm. what would you do? Who would you make? Well, it, I would say fire of some fashion or burning because of ashes. Um, I know in screenwriting, there's a phrase like Ash can, and that's usually something you write that you don't intend to put out or. It's like a really crappy writing sample that's not supposed to be good, but it's supposed to be like a sizzle reel almost for writing, I think. I could be misremembering. So it's I'm imagining a flaming typewriter, like Ghostwriter, with a T. Hey. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh it's it's this guy. It's just it's just a kid. So fire, definitely. Oh, I mean it or, could also be that could be cosmic. That could be some Kirby crackle. It could it could be some unidentified unidentified energy that they can generate sure. from their body that's it's mm-hmm. not like that's a very common thing that we have no. for a lot of different people that's deeply uncommon in the marvel universe vague cosmic powers some would say that's like almost the default <clears throat> power vague cosmic power that you generate from your uh your body i mean what stanley gives you a vague marvel method outline i am pretty sure most of the powers are going to be having vague origins yeah but uh but yeah so we're gonna uh so his name real name is uh alex woolcott mm-hmm. um i can't wait for you to see the <laughs> see the <laughs> the cover for, for his first appearance oh, uh yeah he, he's just a white kid with like with, who's a redhead that's mm-hmm. it but you could replace you could just have almost anyone play him uh that's Danny Tamborelli was a hard character. Yeah. That's a deep uh, cut reference for some people. Yeah. <laughs> uh no other aliases. Identity is secret. Occupation is student. Uh mm-hmm. citizenship is uh the US of A. Place of birth is New York, New York. Um known relatives. Fritz Rollcott, parent uh and uh, that's his father. Sure. They're dead. Evelyn Wolcott, mother, and uh Dylan Pattinson, adopted father. Okay. Uh he's a high school student and first appeared 
in Spider-Man, a spectacular Spider-Man issue number one twelve in March nineteen eighty-six. Oh, yes. You oh, better watch God. out. You'll <laughs> never make a sound. <laughs> but the cover, okay, the cover is so good. Okay, there's so much going on here. So first off, oh no, it, it's. Okay, first off, it's the it's the it's the Christmas episode. I mean, it's Christmas one. Apparently, you have you have you have Santa oh or someone dressed up as Santa in some like very much. It looks like he's about to rant, like do like a like a a truck rant with those glasses. He's smoking a cig and he's holding up a gun. Oh, but, you're. Go ahead. Sorry. And then on top of that, it looks like uh, in the foreground, the one of the gun, the gun he's holding up, which, by the way, poor trigger discipline. Mm-hmm. Don't don't put. Maybe he's intending to shoot straight up. Yeah, but but the gun is supposed to be part, also part of the foreground, which is the New York, uh, New oh, York silhouette. And twin towers, yeah. So the gun oh is also God. supposed to be one of the twin towers. The gun is double barreled. <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't think it's it, double barreled. Like there in the middle. I'm I'm positive. Look at that right there between the barrels. Not, it's like a joint. No, it does. It does. You know what? It does. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I feel better because I really thought you were just going to breeze past the fact that not only is Santa, does he have just uh, the raddest glasses, a cig hanging out of his mouth, that he's holding a double barreled pistol. I was, I could, I thought you were just going to breeze right through that without addressing it. No, oh, no, I, no I, think, I think what we're looking at is we have like the, the thing that you see up top on mm-hmm. top of the gun is basically just like the railing and stuff, like where you put your accessories. And then the thing right next to it's supposed to look like the other, uh, supposed to look like a twin tower. I, I don't disagree that they're the twin towers. I'm saying I think that's a double. I don't think it is gun. Let me check. I, I don't think it is Santa double barrel pistol. Let's see if I can quickly find anything on Google Images. This spectacular Spider-Man one twelve. Yeah. I see what you mean. I think we may have to agree to disagree. I really feel like that is a joint holding the two barrels together. I don't but think I, so, but I, I understand. But, I, see what you mean. I think we just have to agree to disagree. But I okay. So here, here's my vibe of the cover so far, mm-hmm. until proven otherwise. And we probably probably won't even talk about the Santa too much. Um, but what my vibe is is this is a, a mall Santa that got kicked out for being anti-vax. And is going to is now doing uh is now doing a, a truck rant, and because he has so little control in his life, he has to show off his gun during the rant. While looking to see if this was if I could find confirmation that this was a double barrel pistol, I find an extensive breakdown of this issue. There is some kind of Santa imitator thief, so you're probably not terribly off. Probably uh, so this probably the imitator pretending to be Santa Claus, perpetrating a number of heists or. Uh, thefts okay well yeah i think i think it's got supposed to be a twin tower which i think is also oh, yeah. funny in I retrospect i don't disagree with you that the 100 the imagery is the two ta- like the twin towers i'm not i'm not debating on that that is empirically correct i just we disagree if it's a double barrel gun or not 
So also, uh, also in the Marvel Limited app, it's it skips from one 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 to one thirty eight. So this <laughs> entire so <laughs> so that's fun. It's so good. Uh, yeah, but let's let's talk about this uh, person who's not going to be as interesting as a Santa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God. Uh, so yeah, so son of an abusive research scientist Fritz Wolcott. Wolcott. Alex attracted the attention of a child warfare turned teacher, uh, Stephen mm-hmm. Estevez, who filed a, a child abuse report based on uh, Alex's injuries. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, oh no, I already said it came out in 1986. Okay. Um, Alex unwittingly touched his father's experimental incineration device, causing an energy discharge that destroyed mm-hmm. the equipment. Sure. compounding fritz's anger while secretly empowering alex so you know you did the science thing and then you, it got destroyed and then the power got transferred to you you know average spider-man <laughs> stuff yeah. typical marvel teenage childhood yeah well sometimes sometimes an alien is just like i need to give this massive power to one random person on earth that could just be a baby I could just give this power to, I don't know, a baby, and then it happens to go to a teen boy. It's Abin Sewer rules. A first person on the scene gets the powers. Yeah. Man, I want to do, I want to write a what if story. Like, what if, what if Nova's powers went to a baby instead? That's it. That's the only thing. It's just like, and I'm not talking like a baby that could walk in. I'm talking like a newborn. Like, it went to like a newborn baby that doesn't even have motor skills yet. So, like, the power of the Nova Force is just, like, the Nova wasted Force. on it for at least a year. But, but whatever. They, we're never going to get that. So, uh, <clears throat> actually, we kind of did with Starbrand, but then they each, whatever. I'm not going to talk about them. Right. The, the superhero baby fiction you wish to see in the world, Art. That's what, that's what the Dalai Lama taught us. Yeah, while uh, Estevez invited Daily Bugle reporter Joy Morcato. Uh, Mor- uh, to confront the Wolcotts, um, Fritz punched Estevez out and the distraught Alex's powers like well to the surface. Uh, and because Spider-Man was around, because mm-hmm. he's often around, uh, the danger attracted him. Who, as Peter Parker was, uh, had been uh, mm-hmm. on his way to meet Joy in the first place. But the situation kind of diffused itself when Fritz ejected the unwanted visitors uh so man he was he was like one one second away from just incinerating his dad with his newfound powers one second away um uh, the wolcott family moved to a new school district on their lawyer's advice to escape the abuse investigation Mm, i don't know if that works yeah famously the law doesn't apply in a different school district different state maybe but <clears throat> school district. Uh, but when a drunken Fitz attempted to take his frustrations out on his son. Oh no! Okay, wait. Okay, he was drunk when he incinerated his. His dad was drunk when he was incinerated. That's a bit more flammable. Yeah, yeah. So basically, his dad was like, "Yo, I'm gonna project on you, and I'm gonna try to beat you up." And this kid is just like, "Oh no!" And then his dad disappeared all of a sudden. <laughs> But, like, in a bad way, not, like, a wish way. (laughs) But, like, you're dead now way. (laughs) Thank you for the clarification. 
Yeah. Well, there's a lot of different ways that you could just disappear a person okay. in the Marvel Let's universe. Name all the ways a dad can disappear. One. <laughs> One. Witches. Divorce. Two. Two. <laughs> I mean, it's the Marvel away. universe. It's the Marvel universe. Number one is witches, for sure. <laughs> well, and teleporting. Uh, he could have been shunted off into a pure energy dimension where he's going to gain powers uh, randomly. Charles Xavier's uh, psychic son could have come back from the future and accidentally erased the timeline where your dad was born. Yeah, there's <laughs> three. He ran away from <laughs> responsibility. Worse, that's number six. Six. Number <laughs> six. <laughs> <laughs> seven, he, seven, by the seven. When I he sh- got arrested hey, he got abducted by the crew when I shot down the plane your whole family was having a nice fly in <laughs> there's so many different ways five he realized he didn't love you and went to his <laughs> second family you circle back to five <laughs> I don't know whatever there's so many ways uh, you know uh, eight went went to the groceries one day and never came back. <laughs> Number nine, he went to the groceries and never came back, in parentheses, unintentionally. <laughs> uh, ten, he went to the groceries and never came back intentionally. <laughs> well, that was number, I assume that was number eight, was he went and he went to the oh, groceries okay. in quotation marks. Number nine being, he intended to come back, but a Marvel Universe thing happened. He also could have been turned. There's so many different ways your dad could just disappear. Actually, actually what's weird though is I think we covered all of them. Those are the only ten ways in the Marvel <laughs> universe that dad could disappear. Yeah. Well, well, we forgot one of them. He fell into a hole made by the mole man, and then of he course. was. Yeah, there was another. There's, there's. there's I was here for that episode. Wasn't there a tenuous thing where their family might be related to Jesus Christ or something? No, that's a thing that could happen a lot to a lot of people in the Marvel <laughs> universe. <laughs> oh man, it's like Earth X, where they do the alternate future thing, where the celestial seated humanity or whatever, and it's like actually, oh my God. Jesus, what's a celestial? Let me tell you something. Is I read it? through all of the Earth X, Universe X, Paradise X thing. You know, you had a good idea, but also you somehow had fourteen issues each thing. Like, I'm not joking. Like. 14 issues each thing they still didn't have enough time to tell the story that they wanted to tell see i read earth x and was not a i didn't like fan. it i didn't like so any wordy. of it it's just so wordy like there's so yeah, many speech they, rebels like, and they put so much into 14 issues that it feels like it needed 18 issues yeah somehow and i still probably wouldn't have liked it that much so you know what uh at least the art was good that's true uh see there's so many interesting concepts and then it gets just taken away by it turns out vibranium's bad uh, okay cool okay why why the environment you... vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> vibranium's bad also the celestial i also i don't i'm not a big fan of celestials in general so yeah. I, you and I have been at this Marvel game a long time, either here or in OK Crusader. I'm familiar with the, the, at least two races in the Marvel universe that you find deeply uninteresting. Well, the Celestials is like, oh, it's deeply unknowable, and we judge you. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Make them into characters. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can write anything you want. Maybe tell me a story about them. <laughs> they could fly straight into the Red Hole of Dargala, for all you care. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So sorry. We did uh, the number one way you could get rid of your dad First. in the Marvel universe. 
incinerate them with your newly found science powers. Well, I th- yeah, I guess that's number eleven because we just say witches was number one. Oh, but, witches! Yeah. See, there's just you know. Now I just want. Okay, never mind. I'm not going to get on a list of every way I could think of <laughs> disappearing a dad. So we already covered the only eleven ways canonically, so it's fine. Oh uh, no, I thought. I th- there, well, there's some honorable mentions though. You that's know? fair. Yeah, those are apocryphal. You can't prove they have. Yeah, they're part of the duo, uh, duo canon. <laughs> like some people, so like some orthodoxies are like about it, but other ones aren't. We can find those in the Dead Reed Scrolls. Hey, <laughs> wait, wait, one moment. Hey, I can edit that to make it sound like I did sure. wasn't scrambling, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So Alex ran away from home. While deliberately, while is deliberately like oblivious, mother vacuumed up Fritz's ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, great, wonderful! I love it. It's so good. Amazing. It, it like that's almost as good as like killing your husband with a with a shank of lamb, like, and then I was eating just the thinking ham. about that roll doll story. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it, it's almost as good as feeding the lamb to the police officer looking into it it's so good (laughs) um so uh defending himself from various parties with his powers uh alex was pursued by the police and even shield and under uh under rogue agent uh, frederick miluv esvez like alerted spider-man to alex's peril but spider-man initially spooked alex into attacking him but then, like, mm-hmm. Spider-Man uh, protected him from S.H.I.E.L.D. mandroids. By the way, this is when they're using mandroids. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the two teamed because, up... I mean, sorry, I don't need, like, a... It, it could be straight there is Were mandroids during the time where they weren't allowed to kill people because of, like, comics code, etc.? Like, it was the way around that? Or was no, this, this just the thing of the, the 80s? They just were like, okay. Yeah, no, this is firmly in the Bronze Age, so, like, they can kill people all they want. Okay. No, it was it's like the just, cartoons. The cartoons in the '90s couldn't. That's why I was wondering if maybe Marvel. Yeah, was kind of the comics same. was allowed to kill people all they wanted. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Comics Code Authority barely had any power at this point. <clears throat> honestly, sure. and I didn't know if there was like a different, like they just agreed in the '90s not to do it or something. I don't know, but I wasn't sure because I knew like the X Men cartoon. That's why they had so many robot villains, so Wolverine could rip them apart. I didn't know if this was a similar idea. The the Mandroids is just like they were able to basically give a lot of people basically iron man armor Got but it. like clunkier and also like way easier to rip apart <laughs> so <laughs> sure. yeah uh, and uh, the two teamed up finished off the assault squad and alex was then shot and apparently killed by miluv so yeah but miluv actually like arranged a calculator assault on alex using tranquilizers uh, mixed with a few strategically placed non-lethal bullets yeah, yeah, like like there's sure. lethal bullets, uh, just like they had on the on the uh, screening of Rust. Non-lethal bullets. God, non-lethal bullets. Uh, uh with Alex believed to be dead, uh, Shield like collected him, and uh, uh, Nick Fury took him under his wing. However, Alex was left highly neurotic by his experiences and decided <laughs> to submerge. <laughs> To submerge his memories. I wonder why. I wonder if, I don't know, if that might be PTSD? Mm-hmm. Maybe? He let, he let S.H.I.E.L.D. convince him that his dad was disappeared by witches. Yeah. 
Uh, Alex, uh, codename Ashcan, was relocated to Boulder, Colorado, and placed under care of semi-retired chilled agent Dylan Patterson, who he believed was his real father. Uh, yeah. Okay. Re- really, they really, really did it. <laughs> they, they did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in search of the missing, uh, missing gamma bombs, uh, renegade shield agent Clay Quarterman tried to hack into Shield's central database through Pattinson's relatively unguarded home. Clay's allies, the Hulk, in his gray form, and Rick Jones easily overpowered Pattinson, but the Hulk's appearance terrified Alex in unleashing his forgotten power. Uh, he fried Hulk's face, then the Hulk got, like, real mad, but then got less mad when he realized, <laughs> you are also abused by your dad. I question because again I, i'm not sure of this it was this an issue then where this is the first time we meet alex and then we do the whole story in flashback because the he's listed in the santa claus one but from what i saw briefly looking into if it was two barrel gun um it didn't bring him up a lot so is this like the oh wow what's this kid's story and then we flashback or is this an issue down the line of a different comic uh, it's it the way that it's written now that looks like it's issue down the line gotcha okay um yeah just because i mean they could go through all of that information but it looks very much like he was brought up in an issue let me see all the issues that he was in real quick let me see if he was in the issue after this one logically it makes more sense that they introduced him in that spider-man one and this all happened later i could see it as like he was a bit character in that spider-man story and then in like a hulk comic they fleshed yep, out was, what really happened to him. He was in two issues. Uh, he was okay. in that issue, and then the issue right after, um, as a character. Like, again, okay. if I could just, I don't know, pull it up on Marvel Unlimited, I'd be able to tell you so much easier. Um, but, That's not uh, worse. Like, it, that answers my question. Yeah, but it <laughs> looks like he was just kind of, they quote-unquote fixed the issue, and then someone mm-hmm. was like, hey, I remember that character. Because he only showed up in one issue. Of the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like he showed up in six issues of Spider-Man. So it looks like he maybe popped up a couple times during okay. Spider-Man stories. Probably in like two stories, I want to say. Yeah, six appearances and then one. Because he only has like five issues he was in. Yeah, and like so, I said. I mean, it, well, sorry, six, made more seven sense. issues. That made more sense. I just didn't know. Like, I could also see the other side of the story being, here's a weird character we sort of had in the background of one Spider-Man issue, and then somebody writing the Hulk was like, hey, let's put him in this now, and here's a backstory. Yeah, if he he just had one issue, he would actually be in the Arata one, where they just have, like, uh, half-page profiles. (sighs) The dream. Yeah, well, I'm real glad that they have the Arata, basically, (laughs) where, like, you have the half-pages. Uh, profiles because like you can cover like some small characters a lot of them in like a very limited amount of space but yeah he he was like they can maybe fill more of those books with characters that you talk about in the the actual (laughs) book they do like i mean there's 1700 issues and like if they if they aren't in uh uh, something of their own if they don't have more Mm -hmm. than a sentence basically a couple sentences they're gonna be a part of another person's uh, bi- uh, bio and they will have their picture show up. Oh, sure. I just mean, we've, I've talked to you about characters who probably could have had a half paragraph in errata, but have gotten like a page or so in the main book that they didn't yeah. need it. 
Yeah, no, definitely. These are these are laid out a lot better. These are definitely these are from these are based off of the nerds who read the original, basically. And we're just like, we could be bigger nerds about that. But uh but yeah, so basically Hulk was just like, Man, you make me so angry, but also you're we're abused by your dad, so I'm not angry at you because that's my is your mom's name Martha? Because it's my mar- names, <laughs> my mother mother's name, basically. Uh, <laughs> um, and the two became like fast friends. Uh, his memories and powers restored. He was left mm-hmm. under the Patterson's care, uh, though quickly told his dad, quote unquote, that it was time to negotiate his allowance. And yeah, that's it. We don't see him ever again after huh. that. So. Well, I'm adding him to the list of if I ever write Marvel, he's going to be a big part of my stories. You know what? Here's the thing. Any character could become a big character out of nowhere. So, mm-hmm. like, any of them. So, yeah. But, um, that's... So, uh, yeah, so he's uh, he's 5'2", blue eyes, reddish blonde hair, weighs one one o five. He basically, like, has mm-hmm. disintegration blasts. And sure. it was... Uh, but, uh... But the blast can also stun the Hulk, hmm. and like, he's most likely. And he had these powers when he was twelve. Last time I seen him, so most likely he's gonna, you know, be able to be a lot stronger when he grows up. This this may not be in the book yet. Is it the ability to send the Hulk? Like it's just powerful enough to, or it's powerful enough, like to. the gamma frequency or whatever. Like it's a no, more of a science. Okay, to. gotcha. Okay, it's kind of like one of those things. Like what you do when you want to prove that a character is strong. Is yeah. that you put them ab- up against the Hulk and they don't die? Mm-hmm. That's it. So that's it, basically I don't know if, if if the sort of like the sciency, like oh well, his blast gave off a, a form of gamma radiation that stuns the Hulk, or it's just no, he's just so powerful. No, he's just powerful enough to stun the Hulk, gotcha. which is you know a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh that's pretty much it. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's do trivia time. Oh right, okay. Hey, did you did you remember anything I just told you about? Uh, okay. What happened? Okay. To his father, and what state was he in when he died? Okay, the state's a good question. And by state, he- I mean state of physical body. Oh, his dad not, got incinerated his, and no, his mom no, he's still in New York. No, he was in New York because he moved school systems, not states. Um. To avoid CPS, right. but like uh, what, like what state of mind was he in, uh, or physicalness? Oh, uh, right. So and his, I got mm-hmm. what happened while he was dying. Basically, his dad got drunk. He got incinerated, and then his mom vacuumed up the ashes while cleaning. <laughs> Which is uh, bravo, bravo. Oh, I love it. I love it when the perfect murder happens because. <laughs> Yeah. Some would say manslaughter. No, murder. Straight I'm trying up. this 12 year old as an adult. <laughs> Just those like four pages of comics under the title of How to Get Away with Murder and <laughs> Chef's Kiss. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's him. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say before we <laughs> move on? No, I mean, he sounds like a, a fine side character. Yeah. Honestly, like, I don't think he'd be bad to bring back into another story by any means. 
It feels like there is a level of what happened in this, like how he got mixed up with Spider-Man a little bit that we're missing. That's because kind of usually characters, even if they're flimsy, have some element of like, and this is how they tie into a Spider-Man story. And this is just the story of a character who was abused by his dad, moved to a new school, incinerated his dad and ran away. And he's not really tied into an actual narrative. Well, the way that they're tied in is that Peter Parker was going to meet Joy, who was... Right, but that's barely a tie. Like, usually there is a more central tie-in. Or like the one guy, oh, I can't remember his name, we talked about on OK Crusader, who his whole thing was just he was going to go meet Spider-Man with some information and was killed before they could meet. But at least that seems like a more relevant tie-in to a Spider-Man story than he was going to go meet this other B character that Spider-Man meant to meet. And like, yeah. It's fine, I don't dislike him, but it's just, I'm kind of baffled how there's not, he's not more relevant to a story beyond his own story and it being a C character. Well, you know, it's kind of one of those things. I'm pretty classist when it comes to my side characters. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just kind of like, you know, you know, if they have less, if, if, if they show up in, in a small enough number of issues, it was just a pet project from one mm-hmm. person. And oh, that's sure. it pretty much. Um, okay. Let's sorry. Uh, well, let's end this. So, sure. I don't know. Well, what's your plugs? <laughs> I have two shows uh, currently. One is uh, the Equalizers, where myself and my co-host Madison Jones take movies that never got sequels or prequels. We come up with ideas for them, and we then pitch those movies. As you're hearing this, I would guess that our Boss Baby Two original creators commentary comes out, where we watched the actual Boss Baby Two that came out after we pitched our Boss Baby sequel, and we do a live commentary of the movie and how it differs from our version. Um, our Osmosis Jones sequel, Osmosis Jones colon The Gangs of New Frank, are, is maybe out as well, but you can check us out everywhere online by find, by searching The Equalizers. And we spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel. Uh, Art has been on a few times now. Less time or so with a lot less violence in their heart than the first time they came on. But there was still eco terrorism. Oh no, but, I meant towards us. You didn't Oh I no, mean, towards the yeah. horse is still. The turn yeah. horse is still goes down as the my the worst thing I've ever watched for the podcast. Dude, okay, um, it can't be the worst thing you've ever watched. You watched the past. Let me rephrase Which it. I is also thing, <laughs> it, Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you did foist the past on us. Um that is, this is legitimately why Everyone else that comes on, we call a friend of the podcast. You're the only person who I refer to as an enemy of the podcast. <laughs> well, don't don't um, worry. I have I have a th- I already have in mind what I'm going to bring on next. We have art on, so, but once a year because usually it in, or in the past it had involved so much violence. It's usually right near the end of the year before our Avengers movies come out, where we kind of do a shared cinematic universe film with all of our characters. Uh, Avengers three: Canada Strikes Back, which I wrote, is out also as you're hearing this, so you should definitely check that out. Maybe go back through some of the catalog first, but um, you can also listen to my other show, Studying Granada, where myself and friend Jackson F1 watched the 1980s and 1990s <clears throat> Sherlock Holmes television series starring Jeremy Brett and Edward Hardwick. We read the stories and we talk about it. Uh, right now, we will have definitely released our bonus episode on The Great Mouse Detective, 
we're probably starting up our last season of Sherlock Holmes. After that, we've got some other plans. But um, if there's not new episodes out beyond the Great Mouse Detective, we're in the process of recording him. Art has, again, been on for the Man the Twisted Lip. It was a very fun episode, which I didn't have a lot to talk about because it quickly delved into homoeroticism, which I'm not qualified to speak on, and ableism, which I'm also not qualified to speak on. But it's a well, very good episode. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, no, uh, I will say I am a fan of studying Renata. Um, in a different way, it is, uh, it's, it's nice because it's just you and Jackson talking just very, very calmly. And like, you know, it's not the goal is to analyze and not really like, (sighs) you know, it's funny, but like, you know, it's not, it's just, it's just nice. It feels a lot like, uh, I don't know. I don't, it's nice. That's, uh, that's Mm -hmm. all I could say. It's nice. I like it. So, and you run for the first episode that involved a sponge bath. Yeah, uh, Silver Blaze involved sponging off a horse, and it wasn't as erotic, but it was <laughs> weirdly. <laughs> anyway, um, those are my two shows. Check them out uh, in underscore Granada on Twitter, and you can find us on everywhere podcasts are found by searching "A Study in Granada." G R A N A D A. Yes. So. Uh, my name is Art. I have another podcast called Over in Smith, where <laughs> me and my friend Faith read an H.P. Lovecraft story and uh, release an audiobook if it's too boring or racist. Mm-hmm. By the time this comes out, we will be going through Shadow Over in Smith, um, and we are in the home stretch after that, pretty much. Uh, mm-hmm. We're in all sub 40. No, there's going to be one like 50 page one left after that, but like it's all going to be pretty, pretty good to just go through at that. A, a more of a clip, a decent clip at that point. But, um, but yeah, also I have like over, I want to say 50 audiobooks out, which by the way is way more complete than a lot of other people have for free. So maybe for you sure. should listen to it if you want to listen to some, you know, some, the, the non-horrifically racist <laughs> Lovecraft stories that are actually like most of them are pretty good except for 10 of them. I, I don't, I don't suggest 10 of them, but most of it's like pretty decent. Um, but yeah, so this has been alphabet flight and may contribute protect you through all of your night travels. Good night.